At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. Welcome in another edition of the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast alongside Adam Burke. I am Tim Murray at Skating Tripods on Twitter. At one, Tim Murray. We're trudging our way through the bowl season, and we have just a handful of days left of the bowl season. We will have one more preview for all of you before the national championship next week so please rate review and subscribe we'll have off-season podcasts as well to hit on but we still have bowl games to hit on we hit on the playoff and some of the new year six with matt humans last week we're going to revisit those any line moves any new opt-outs looking at you florida state and uh, some of the uh, non-major bowl games so today as we record this we are going to work through December 29th all the way through to New Year's Day with Adam Burke here. And uh, let's go chronologically, and we'll start with Clemson and Kentucky. Boy, bowl season might as well be steam season, Adam Burke, because, man, these lines are moving and shaking left and right, and who knows what they'll be by the time you listen to this podcast. Uh, right now, as I look at this board, as we record this, full transparency, on a Thursday afternoon – Clemson is a four, four and a half point favorite, four and a half there at DraftKings. Um, my initial feel, um, actually, before we get to any of that, Adam Burke, you have been uh, the man keeping up on uh, on a lot of the opt outs here. So for Clemson and Kentucky, Clemson's had a, a handful of opt outs. Uh, you know, Nate Wiggins, Jeremiah Trotter is out. Uh, Ray Ray Davis is 
expected to play for Kentucky, which is huge uh, for for the for the for Big Blue Nation. So opt out wise, Adam, uh, what are we looking at here for Kentucky and Clemson? Yeah, we got a lot, and also a lot of them important players on the defensive side for Clemson. You got safeties, you got corners, you got linebackers. Jeremiah Trotter specifically led the team in both tackles and sacks. Nate Wiggins is the defensive uh, defensive back who's out. Also one of their top pass rushers on the defensive line. So when you talk about a team in Kentucky that wants to run the football, you're missing guys at every level for this Clemson defense here. For Kentucky, not a whole lot. As you mentioned, Davis is going to the draft, but he's going to play. Keaton Wade, one of the edges for Kentucky, has opted out. But for the most part, the Wildcats are pretty much intact here in terms of really important guys. Can't say the same for Clemson. Yeah, so we will uh, we will see how this all plays out. Uh, for me, no play on this one um, as this game, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, might have already started, might already be completed. Uh, total of 44 and a half. You can actually get a 45 out there at DraftKings. If push came to shove, I'd probably just take the points with Kentucky here, Adam, but no official play for me. Yeah, no official play for me either. The one thing I think is kind of interesting about Clemson this season in general, doesn't seem like Dabo Sweeney and offensive coordinator Garrett Riley have really gotten along. So I don't know if they'll have a great game plan here uh, for a Kentucky team that you know obviously played very well against Louisville, who was one of the better teams in the ACC. All right, let's get to the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. I will be on the sidelines for this one. Very much looking forward to it. But you could also call it the opt-out bowl because, man, there are a litany of players that are not going to be playing in this one. I will go with the Notre Dame side here, and uh, I might have to catch my breath as we look at all of the players. I might Do not we have enough time. Yeah, we might not. Uh, <laughs> it might take a whole podcast in and of itself. All right. Transfer portal starting center, even though he kind of lost his job late in the season, season Z Carell, he is headed to NC state wide receiver Rico Flores. He is uh, off to UCLA. He was, as I pull up my notes here, uh, third leading receiver, Tobias Merriweather, fourth leading receiver headed to Cal top leading receiver, Chris Tyree. He's headed to UVA to, uh, starting tight end Holden stays, who is seventh on the team in receptions. He's headed to Tennessee. Braylon James didn't have a ton of a uh, ton of snaps, but he is headed to TCU on the defensive side of the ball. Nana Asafa Mensa, more of a rotational guy. He's headed to TCU. Aiden Kian, uh, a defense alignment. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, he is headed to Cal. A couple other pieces on the defensive side. Those are in the portal opt outs. For some reason, Sam Hartman has opted out of this game, which would have been his last competitive football game ever. But regardless, he is not playing. Starting running back, Audra Gestime, not playing. Left tackle, Joe Alt. Right tackle, Blake Fisher, not playing. Starting cornerback, Cam Hart, not playing. New one, nickelback, Thomas Harper, not playing. Linebacker, Maris Leofel, not playing. Whew. All right. I think I'm done. Oh, and Mitchell Evans, who they lost to injury against Central Michigan. Uh, it wasn't Central Michigan. Middle of the season. Um, he's out. Second leading receiver. Well, and in your mind, is Drad Parker going to coach this game? Or no. Because no? he's going to Troy. That no. may be addition by subtraction in your mind. Though. Oh, as a Notre Dame fan, it was... Uh, yeah, uh, Notre Dame, by the way, roller coaster ride of an offseason so far because the early part of the offseason, it felt like, what's going on? This is horrendous. And now you've had a couple of pieces say that they are going to come back. Jack Kaiser, defensive player, coming back. Howard Cross, defensive player, coming back. Uh, J.D. Bertrand, believe it or not, going to play in a bowl game despite likely headed to the NFL, or he is headed to the NFL. So a lot going on for Notre Dame. So you would think, got to bet Oregon State. Well... 
not so fast because they, Adam, have a lot of opt-outs as well. Yeah, I mean, virtually the entire starting offense for Notre Dame not playing in this game, and they're still a six-point favorite with a total of 41.5 in this game. That's because for Oregon State, head coach Jonathan Smith, he's now at Michigan State. Uh, they've got some other coaches that are going there as well. Their cornerbacks coach will serve as the interim defensive coordinator, Anthony Perkins. Defense Heinsohn. Hinson is taking over as the interim head coach. He was a passing game coordinator, which got a lot to coordinate in this game because DJ Uyunglele is in the portal. He's not going to play in this game. Their backup quarterback, Aiden Childs, also in the portal. So Ben Goulbranson will get the start here in this one. Their starting tight end is out. Three starting guys on the defensive side are in the portal. Also, their top offensive lineman, uh, their right tackle, is going to opt out because he's Probably going to be a first-round pick. So a lot of guys missing for Oregon State. And to top it off, we don't have confirmation, I don't think, fully as of yet. Martinez. But running back Damian Martinez is expected to be suspended for this game after getting arrested for a DUI. So I don't know about you, but <laughs> there's there's no way I could play this game. Well, on the first podcast, and that's we've been keeping tabs on Simi, some good bets, some bad bets. I played the under, gave it out on the show back on December 5th at 46 and a half. So at least I'll get a nice CLV trophy. Uh, I do think Notre Dame wins, uh, and I'm going to pair them in a money line parlay. I think Notre Dame's depth is better than Oregon State, and I actually think they got some momentum uh, on the defensive side of the ball when Howard Cross said he's coming back. Uh, Xavier Watts, who won the Bronco Nagurski Award for a top defensive player, has not officially announced, but he is likely headed back. Riley Mills is headed back. So I do think there's some momentum here for the defensive side of the ball. I don't know how Oregon State scores in this game, to be honest. So uh, team total under could be a look for Oregon State. Could we get shades of, I think it was the 2008 Sun Bowl, Adam, where Oregon State and Pitt played to a 3 nothing finish? Uh, I don't think it's going to be pretty. Uh, but I do think Notre Dame wins. Match them up with a money line parlay. I'll give that out a little bit later. Uh, and uh, I think the under 41 and a half, I'd probably still look a little bit towards the under in that one. But a whole lot of opt outs, Adam, uh, in the Sun Bowl, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Yes. And a little bit of elevation in this game, too. So if these teams haven't really been prepped, or you know, you're you going to have a lot of guys here that haven't played a ton yep. throughout the course of the season, you could have some fatigue in the second half of this game. So maybe a live betting angle or a second half angle, something like that. We will get to the Cotton Bowl here momentarily, probably on the other side of our first break, as we've seen wild line movement in that one. But the Liberty Bowl has Memphis playing on their home turf against Iowa State. And this has been a massive move since open to the Cyclones. I'll be honest, Adam, this is a bowl game I don't think we've really touched on at all on this podcast. We've hit on majority of these bowl games, Iowa State and Memphis, not one of them taking place at uh, at the Liberty Bowl there in Memphis, the home stadium for the Tigers. Right now, as we look at this game, Iowa State is a 10.5-point favorite with a total of 57.5. Where are we looking at opt-out-wise in this one? Yeah, there are some opt-outs, some that are relatively significant. Most really aren't. But Memphis, they're missing two guys off their offensive line, a right guard and one of their tackles, a couple of guys that were full-time starters throughout the course of the season. Also, they're starting safety. Cameron Smith's going to be out for this game. And much like what I talked about earlier on with regards to some of the losses for Clemson in terms of transfer portal and opt-out guys, Iowa State wants to run the football quite a bit. So maybe the loss of the safety is a bit of a bigger issue for Memphis. But for Iowa State, Eli Sanders and Cartevius Norton, two of their running backs, both in the portal here, they are not going to play in this game. So those are the two big losses for Iowa State. But again, for the most part, Iowa State is largely intact. And this is one where you kind of got to ask yourself, Tim, 
Is Memphis excited to play in this bowl game? They're getting a Big 12 team, but they're not going anywhere. They're staying in Memphis. December 29th, can't imagine there's a huge home field advantage for oh, them, if any at all. Can I step Maybe in negative. here? It'll be, it'll be pro Cyclones. Those yeah. fans travel like crazy. Oh, there you go. Take so, it over Beale Street there. I don't have any insight, but I could just I could tell you right now, there will be a lot of red at the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you can kind of understand this move and, and sort of the rationale behind it. All right. Uh, any play for you on the Liberty Bowl line as high as 10 and a half here? No, maybe under. Okay. 57 and a half, but not a strong position. All right. We will uh, probably carry this over to the next break. But as mentioned, this game is very intriguing because of who we anticipated to be out, how the market moved because of those expectations. And now we have returned to Ohio State as a four-point favor. That's the Cotton Bowl wrapping up December 29th's Friday night's games. The Missouri Tigers opened at DraftKings as a six-and-a-half-point dog. Shortly thereafter, they became the favorite and got as high as a three-point favorite. And not just for a moment. I believe the Westgate Superbook had them as a three-point favorite for a good three, four days. Went back to two-and-a-half. And now, as we sit here recording this, DraftKings has it at three and a half. There are fours out there in the market, Adam. This game, the line movement, the opt-outs, the opt-ins, it has been fascinating to watch. We are going to break this one down on the other side. Also, Mississippi and Penn State, sharp action coming in on the Big Ten squad. Does that deter where Adam and I want to place a bet? That's Adam Burke. I'm Tim Murray. It is the V-SIN college football betting podcast we're breaking down cotton bowl and peach bowl and getting you all the way to new year's day right here on v the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Amy Brown from 4 Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that's not widely seen or available to help you beat the bookmaker. Specializing in NBA, college basketball, and WNBA, your first week is always free. Get started at SBIA1.com today. Looking to bet smarter? Well, go off to a good start because you're listening to this podcast. The VSIN folks have a perfect holiday gift for you. I'm part of the VSIN folks. Sign up for that holiday special we've got. Get VSIN Pro access for everything we do through May 1st for only 79 bucks. That includes daily best bets, exclusive betting splits, premium analysis, and 24 7 video. And you'll get our betting guides and best bets for the rest of the bowl games, Super Bowl, March Madness. Don't miss out on this limited time. Holiday offer, vsin.com slash subscribe to sign up for a holiday special. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Alongside Adam Burke, I am Tim Murray. Adam is a man who, I don't know if he has a tattoo of the state of Ohio on his shoulder. I just envision sometimes he might have something down there. But he's a man who knows a thing or two about the Buckeyes and Ohio State. This line is fascinating because... You know, it's it's important to be transparent. Sometimes, oh, we got I got great closing line value. I already I already said I got good CLV on that Notre Dame Oregon State total. Well, I thought I was so smart grabbing Missouri plus three. Adam, thought of ooh, got him. Went all the way out to Missouri minus three. I didn't buy it back, and now whoop, it's come all the way back. Ohio State a four point favorite at most books, three and a half at DraftKings. Give us a lowdown on Ohio State because this has been a uh, a more of an opt-in situation for the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, that's what it seems like real quick. Nobody from Missouri of great consequence is going to be in or out of this game. There are some guys that are hurt for them, but they've been out for a little while anyway. But for Ohio State here, really surprising that Kyle McCord transferred out. He ends up at Syracuse, and that was one of the reasons why this line kind of shifted around and shot around. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to play. Hasn't been practicing in pads all week. That's not a surprise at all. Other than that, seems like a lot of guys are going to play for Ohio State. I mean, Devin Brown expected to be healthy enough to start. We haven't seen much of Devin Brown throughout the course of the season, but obviously he's thought to be a decent enough option for Ohio State to move back into a favorite role. Emeka Egbuka seems like he's going to play. I haven't heard that Travion Henderson isn't going to play yet. Ryan Day hasn't been very forthcoming about who's in and who's out. He kind of wants to let the players sort of decide that for themselves, but you know, Tui Molowau, he hasn't been announced as opting out yet. Cade Stover, the star tight end, he hasn't been announced as opting out yet. Again, we are recording this Thursday afternoon, as you mentioned, so all of this could very well change. Right. But for right now, it seems like Ohio State will have a lot more hands on deck than we expected. What do you expect, as we actually get into actual handicapping, which is rare in the bowl season, what do you expect from Devin Brown? Because this is a guy that was thought to be neck and neck with Kyle McCord all season lo- or all preseason long. And then Kyle McCord wins the job and 
and doesn't relinquish it. Now, I know Devin Brown, I believe, had an injury for yeah. a little bit of the season, so maybe that led to it. But, you know, Devin Brown stepping in, is it a big downgrade for, for Ohio State in this offense? I honestly don't know. I mean, you go off the recruiting ranking, 24-7 had him as the fifth-ranked quarterback in the 2022 class. He was a top 50 recruit nationally. So he is a guy that came with some pedigree. They had more running packages for him than anything else. But as as somebody who watched Kyle McCord throughout the season, it's kind of concerning that they were neck and neck because I didn't think McCord was really all that great. And if Brown couldn't beat him out for the job, I think there are questions as to how good he actually is. At the same time, I mean, he's a four-star kid who went to Ohio State. Like, he right. can't be that bad. No. So, I don't know. I mean, it's certainly an upgrade over who they thought they were going to have to start. But, you know, now with Devin Brown out there, I mean, look, you know, we saw uh, the, the Moss kid for USC go out there and perform at a very <laughs> high level. He was unbelievable. Maybe Ohio State will get the same thing out of Brown. Who knows? Yeah, there's no doubt. All right. As for play for this game, I have taken Missouri plus the three, gave it out on the podcast, and you can get a better number. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for me, Adam, I would still lean Missouri, but it does feel like Ohio State, the motivation angle is going to be there. Uh, Mizzou is building off of, of this season, right? Eli Drinkowitz uh, and company, they played Georgia really closely this year. They've got a, a very strong running back, wide receiver, quarterback duo with Cook, Burden, and Schrader there. Kirby Moore, the offensive coordinator, re-up, so he's not going to go anywhere. There were early rumors that maybe Notre Dame would come calling when they lost Jared Parker, but ultimately uh, they went down and grabbed LSU's offensive coordinator. Still a lean towards Missouri. Obviously, it's a bad number now. I'm a little bit spooked because it feels like Ohio State is going to be motivated to play in this bowl game. Which surprises me quite a bit, honestly. I mean, I, I guess that, you know, losing to Michigan again kind of wants these guys to to wash that taste out of their mouths. But I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it that these guys actually show up on the field. All right. That game is on Friday night, 8 o'clock oh, Truth be told, if Dallin Hayden gets to play, he might be the best running back on the team anyway. There so. you go. All right. Uh, on to Saturday, the Peach Bowl. This, to me is probably the most excited or the New Year's Six game I'm most intrigued by. Noon Eastern, ESPN, Peach Bowl, Atlanta, Georgia, Penn State, as high as a six-point favorite out there in the market. We'll say four and a half is the consensus number here, even though there's some fives out there. Once again, hate to say it, but got to be transparent. I gave out a bad number. I took four with Ole Miss on the podcast last week and has gone up to four and a half. Uh, reached out to... Uh, John Murray over at the Westgate Superbooks at a pretty sharp group took uh, late it with Penn State. They moved it out to six, Adam. I like Ole Miss in this game. Uh, I'll say this, as you've been tracking the uh, the opt-outs here, pretty clean uh, for both teams heading into this game outside of Ole Fashanu, the uh, tackle for Penn State. Yeah, and there are some whispers out there that Kalen King, the star corner for Penn State, isn't going to play in this game. And I, frankly, I'd be surprised if he did. Although, you know, hey, I mean, Look, maybe some of these guys are kind of looking at this, and this is something that we can talk about in the offseason and all of that. I know there are a lot of guys opting out of bowl games, a lot of guys in the portal and all of that, but maybe some of that NIL money kind of calms the sting of getting hurt in one of these bowl games, something like that. So maybe that's something that kind of incentivizes these guys to, you know, at least maybe be out there for their teammates because they've already gotten a little bit of a paycheck anyway. But, look, I mean, for Penn State, you know, they're, they're going to – not half a Shanu, as you mentioned. I don't think Kalen King is going to play. For Ole Miss, really not much of anything. I mean, their starting edge, Cedric Johnson, is out. Uh, he's a guy that did lead the team in sacks uh, among healthy players. But other than that, Ole Miss looks to be in pretty good shape. And honestly, 
I disagree with this line move. I like Ole Miss in this game as well. I don't trust James Franklin in any game against any good team. He hasn't beaten Michigan, hasn't really beaten Ohio State. Ole Miss is still a good team. I mean, were they a top 15 team? No, probably not. But getting a four and a half point head start here with Ole Miss, I think they're the play in this game. Yeah, I think both teams are going to be motivated. I'll tell you what, the winner of this game, I've heard a couple people mention this, and it's rightfully said, the winner of this game is going to have a ton of motivation, or excuse me, momentum, I should say, going into next year. Look at Ole Miss, by the way. They are going for it. I mean, the amount yeah. of money they're yep. spending in the portal right now, whoo, buddy, they are spending money. Uh, fun little nugget, Spencer Sander, Sanders, uh, ineligible for this game uh, academically. So, you know, took that, uh, took that NIL cash and uh, never really played, and his career has come to a close. Uh, it's been a real interesting bowl season for 30-year-old <laughs> quarterbacks. Yeah. Hartman. Sanders, Frank Harris, Frank Harris was banged up. You know, he got yep. mad at people on, on social media. I, I'll take him <laughs> for his word, uh, even though uh, we got to see Josh McCown's kid play in that bowl game, which shouldn't make you feel old at all uh, against Chad Pennington's son as well. All right. Sticking along December 30th, we're going chronologically. So this game two o'clock Eastern on uh, ABC Music City Bowl, Auburn against Maryland. And uh, the big reason for a big movement here is that Maryland's quarterback, Talia Tagavailoa, has opted out of this game, and he's trying to get a waiver to play football in college next year. So that's fun, but he's not playing in this game. That's why we've seen this line get as high as seven, creep a little bit back down to six and a half. When I uh, got wind of the news, I laid some money line. I will add Auburn to Notre Dame for a little money line parlay here. I think both Teams take care of business as just a hair under touchdown favorites in these in those two games. Adam, get that around even money at Circa. Uh, Opt-out wise for these two teams heading into the Music City Bowl. Three big guys on defense for Auburn here. DJ James, Nehemiah Pritchett, and uh, Marcus Harris all going to be out for this one. Three guys that were starters on the defensive side. But again, less to worry about. What's on by law opting, opting out Excuse me for Maryland. Malcolm Johnson, junior wide receiver for Auburn, also in the portal here for this one. Maryland's got a bunch of guys, some that played, some that didn't, that are going to be in the portal here. Uh, but starting corner, Tahib Still, also going to be out for this one for Maryland, expected to be a pretty early pick. So I think the opt-outs are much grander on the Maryland side, especially as you mentioned earlier, You know, when talking about Oregon State and a team that could have a lack of depth. Maryland would qualify as a team with a lack of depth as well. In year one for Hugh Freeze, getting a, a decent bowl game. Let's be honest. The Music City Bowl is a, a decent um, you know, time slot. It's on national television uh, for Auburn. I would imagine their fan base will, will make the drive to, uh, to Nashville, take in the new year. So I would think this is a pretty good atmosphere. I would think there would be motivation there for, uh, for war damn Eagles. So uh, I, I think they take care of business. I wouldn't lay six and a half, uh, but at Circa, minus 250, minus 225, put them together, Notre Dame, Auburn, a little money line parlay for me uh, here on uh, in the bowl season. All right, two other games on December 30th, Adam, that we need to get to before we turn the calendar to New Year's Day, revisit the New Year's, uh, the, uh, the college football playoff, excuse me. The last stand for Craig Bowl at the Barstool Arizona Bowl and Georgia and Florida State, who reports tell me Adam Burke might be playing quarterback for the Florida State Seminoles. We'll find out if those reports are true on the other side of the break. It is the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving? Every NFL or bowl game, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. We're always improving our betting splits. This was Adam Burke's request. We have added soccer betting splits from around the world. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits at every game. VSIN.com slash splits. Alongside Adam Burke, I am Tim Murray. I could just envision it now. Boxing day at the Burke household and you just sitting down, watching all sorts of football across the world. Nope. Not me. <laughs> All right, let's uh, keep it rolling. December 30th, as we continue to work our way through chronologically these bowl games. Well, I mentioned that the Sun Bowl between Notre Dame and Oregon State, Adam, was the opt-out bowl. I might be, uh, I might have been mistaken. Georgia, Florida State in the I don't give a damn bowl or the opt-out bowl or is Florida State even going to show up? Will they be uh, too busy trying to sue the college football playoff committee? I don't know what to expect in this one, Adam. Spread has jumped out to 20. This is the biggest spread of bowl season. Georgia is a 20-point favorite against undefeated Florida State. Just throw that in there, by the way. Undefeated Florida State is catching 20. Why? Adam, go ahead. Who is out for the Knolls? Well, obviously, as we all know, Jordan Travis is out. 
So that's a big part of it. But also, Tate Rodemaker is not going to play either, who was the backup quarterback. So Brock Glenn, who started Surprise! the ACC championship game, he'll get the start. <laughs> but in terms of opt-outs, wide receivers Johnny Wilson and Keon Coleman, and Keon Coleman should have quite a career on Sundays, by the way. Tight end Jaheim Bell, who transferred in from South Carolina prior to the season and had a good year for the Seminoles. Starting running back, Trey Benson. So those are all the guys on the offensive side. Basically, their top four skill position guys, and they're going with a third-string quarterback. Then on defense, Jared Verse, who's going to be a first-round pick, the defensive end, he is out for this game. Starting defensive tackle, Fabian Lovett. Safety, Akeem Dent. And both of their starting corners also out for the Seminoles. So even if you're going up against Georgia's backups, and in some cases you are because the Bulldogs have some opt-outs as well, Florida State is going with a skeleton crew here in this one. And, you know, we talk about motivation a lot, and Florida State, I get it 100%. I mean, as while I am excited for this playoff, and I think I was pleasantly surprised that Florida State wasn't in it, if you're anywhere associated to that program, there is just zero motivation. If you're a fan, I wouldn't go to this game whatsoever. So let me ask you this. The point spread is 20. I wouldn't take it. <laughs> I'm not no. necessarily laying it, but I wouldn't take it. Um, I did if, take. If Georgia scores 21 points in this game, do they cover? Like, there's a chance. Like, as so, crazy as that sounds, there's a chance. So, early on in the bowl season, I believe if you go back to the first podcast, I think I gave out under 45 and a half in this game. I don't like that bet because I think Georgia could get to that number by themselves if they're motivated. Carson Beck coming back, he's going to play. So let me ask you this. I just pulled up DraftKings. Team total under for Florida State is 10.5. We saw this offense led by the third stringer in, uh, in Brock Glenn against Louisville. It wasn't very good. No. That had Johnny Wilson, Keon Coleman, Jaheim Bell, and Trey Benson all playing. Does Florida State crack double digits against Georgia? I don't think so. Unless they score on defense. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, look, and the thing about it is for Georgia, I mean, at some point, maybe all the roster turnover and the attrition of having like 26 guys drafted every year will catch up with them. But they just keep reloading, man. That's what you can do as a premier program. So even though they have a bunch of guys that are transferring out, looking for better opportunities elsewhere, they have some opt-outs, some that haven't been announced yet, some that have. Brock Bowers isn't going to play, for example. I, their second stringers could could hang 40 here, but they're going to have Carson Beck. So they're going to have Their plenty. second stringers are all five, five stars, too. Yeah. Uh, so, right. yeah, wouldn't take it. That would be my advice. I, yeah, like I, I kind of joke about if Georgia gets to 21. If they get to 31, I mean, right where that team total is for, for Florida State, I, they're going to cover this number. I might have to. It's not going to be an official play, but I might have to take some team total under for Florida State. Now, look, turnovers would doom you in that spot, a pick six, whatnot, but, boy, I... Starting quarterback for Georgia. Pick six might not even doom you. Yeah, I might not. All right, last game on December 30th. Uh, it'll be on the CW. So, uh, you know, Moesha reruns leading into the Arizona Bowl. Uh, Wyoming laying three, you could find out there. We'll call it three and a half consensus here against Toledo. couple things to note here. Daquan Finn, the quarterback for Toledo, he is in the portal, not expected to play. I do believe, um, I think, I'll have to double check. Someone's running back just jumped in the portal. Might have been Toledo's real quick, but I'll, I'll check down the fly. Craig Bowl, this will be his final go of it as the Wyoming head coach. He announced he is retiring, and uh, 
So you got that going for you. Wyoming now has jumped out to a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about bowl motivation, uh, literally and figuratively in this game, with Craig Bull retiring after this one, Wyoming has all of it. You know, I mean, and, and I don't blame Daquan Finn for leaving Toledo, try and go get himself a job at a Power 5 school. I think he should be able to do that. But Wyoming, they were going to be a tough matchup for Toledo anyway because nobody in the MAC plays physical football the way that Wyoming does. So I would have liked Wyoming in this game anyway, but with Bull retiring, I mean, it has to be Wyoming or nothing in my opinion. And also, I don't think Jason Candle is that great of a head coach. I think that Toledo just has more talent than most of the other programs in the MAC. Well, uh, I bet against them in the MAC championship. Miami vastly less talent, and they were able to win that game. Uh, Penny Boone, the running back, the MAC offensive player of the year, has hit the portal. That uh, doesn't help. Yeah. So you have no quarterback, no running back, and a very, very motivated Wyoming team. Um, I haven't bet Wyoming yet. I missed a good number, but I might have to put some money lines out there. Money line parlay if you want to throw it Notre Dame, Auburn. If you want to throw, I don't think it'll hit off of Georgia all that much, but uh, right. as that's like minus 1,200. But yeah, motivationally, Wyoming definitely the side Flight here. Slight elevation in Tucson, about 2,400 square feet, or uh, not square feet, 2,400 uh, feet above sea level. So that is one of those where... Wyoming's used more than used to that. Laramie is about three and a half times that, um, but Toledo not used to that. So that could be something in the second half, especially in a physical game where the Rockets get worn down. All right, on to New Year's Day. We will wrap up the show with the New Year's, with the uh, the playoff here, but let's hit on a couple of the earlier games. The ReliaQuest Bowl, uh, Raymond James Stadium. This is noon Eastern, Wisconsin against LSU. LSU, a 10-point favorite. Uh, the Heisman Trophy winner, will not be playing in this game. A decent amount of opt-outs on both sides, including the offensive coordinator has departed uh, for Notre Dame for LSU. So, Adam, run through a, a pretty busy list of opt-outs for the ReliaQuest Bowl. I, I will say this. I mean, yeah, Jaden Daniels isn't going to play, and, I mean, that was pretty obvious, but... Grant Nussmeier. Garrett Nussmeier. Garrett Nussmeier, he's played. Yeah. Like, a lot of these situations where the quarterback opts out, it's a guy who really hasn't played at all. Nussmeier is a guy that has played. Now, he probably won't have Malik Neighbors. I don't think he is opted out officially yet so my understanding is he will play my understanding is Malik Neighbors is going to play to set the record for pass receptions in a career at LSU and then I would assume would opt out after that but he will play he's been practicing and from my understanding he's going to play yeah so I mean that that's really the only other one for LSU that's kind of up in the air a little bit starting corner Sage Ryan's going to be out but against Wisconsin Probably not that big of a deal. And also, I think the opt-outs, I mean, like Jaden Daniels won the Heisman, but I think the opt-outs, specifically for this game, are worse for Wisconsin. No Braylon Allen. Their starting center is going to be out. One of their starting corners is going to be out as well. And then they got a bunch of guys in the portal, including their top two wide receivers. So things at Wisconsin not didn't go particularly well in Luke Fickle's first year, and I think it could end with a real whimper here. Yeah, and you look at how the season ended. Uh, they did win their last two games, but... Uh, you know, they lost to Indiana. They lost to Northwestern. Um, so 10-point favorites are the Bayou Bengals of LSU in the ReliaQuest Bowl. Uh, the Citrus Bowl, 1 o'clock Eastern on uh, ABC, I believe. Tennessee is a 6.5-point favorite against Iowa. Total of 35. Stop me if you've heard this before. Iowa's under 10 to come home. Um, opt-out-wise for this one, Joe Milton opted out. My hunch was they told him the freshman Nico was starting, and he said, okay, I'm going to not just show up for this game. Right, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 
I mean, freshman was very, very highly touted. So that may be an upgrade, honestly, for Tennessee. Uh, Tyler Barron's in the portal. Safety Leslie Walker's in the portal. Some of their other defensive guys in the portal here as well. And a couple of their running backs, Jalen Wright and Jabari Small, both in the portal. But the thing about this game is Iowa's offense opted out of the entire season. So <laughs> Tennessee's probably still in good shape here anyway. <laughs> Uh, we'll see if another Iowa under comes home uh, this year. I think that's the only way you play it under, but uh, there's better things to do on New Year's Day, you know, than betting under in Iowa, Tennessee, but who knows? All right. Nothing nurses a hangover like watching Iowa, Tennessee. Oh, God. Imagine that. Fiesta Bowl, Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl. Best bet recap. That's all coming for you on the final edition. Final edition? Yeah, final segment. That's what I'm looking for on the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recap. All the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll get unlimited access to our vsin.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks. Betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up for just $9.99vsin.com slash subscribe happy holidays happy new year alongside adam burke i am tim murray if you are wondering and wanting and craving matt human's analysis of the college football playoff 
that's on a previous installment. Go check it out. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review. We will have one final podcast next week. We will go three wide, and we will break down the college football playoff final, which will be in Houston, Texas. Who will it be facing each other? We'll get to that momentarily. But one last game to note. The Fiesta Bowl, where our colleague Stormy Bonatoni, who's been very busy this bowl season and uh, had the honor of working the same sideline with her at the Las Vegas Bowl, so we had a lot of fun there. She will be on the radio side of things for the Fiesta Bowl. Oregon, Liberty, 16.5-point spread for the Oregon Ducks. One point in time, they were the biggest favorite of the bowl season. We've already talked about who now is the biggest favorite. That would be Georgia. I, I don't have any interest in this game to bet. I, I, I know we should have opinions in every game. I think the CUSA is a terrible conference. New Mexico State was the runner-up, and they got absolutely pantsed in the New Mexico Bowl against Fresno State, a team that I thought would have no motivation. Oregon shouldn't really be all that excited to play in this game, Adam. They just blew their opportunity to go to the college football playoff, or maybe they would have won it all. And now they consolation prizes to play a team from Conference USA. So Liberty should have motivation. I don't know if they have good enough players. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think this is one where even with some of the opt-outs for Oregon, they're starting center Jackson Powers Johnson, wide receiver Troy Franklin, starting corner Kyrie Jackson. They're all going to opt out. There are other guys to watch as we get closer to this game. But this is another one where everybody on Oregon's second team would probably start at Liberty, or at least most guys. So... Yeah, there's a huge talent disparity here between these two teams, as this line correctly shows. And even with the possibility of opt-outs, we saw money come in on Oregon in this game right away. So I don't have any opinion on this game either. I think there's more we could talk about with the semifinal games. But the one thing is motivation for Oregon because they very well could have won it all. They're certainly still, in my mind, a top four, top five team in the country. But here they are playing Liberty uh, you know, in this bowl game instead. All right, let's get to it. Uh, the breakdown of the college football playoff. Man, the final year of the four-team playoff, and you really couldn't get two better uh, matchups, at least on paper. Point spreads, both under four points. And uh, the Rose Bowl, where as we sit here at the Circus Studios, Derek Stevens, he will be attending that game uh, as the Michigan alum. Will he leave happy? Point spread, one and a half, two, total of 45. I played a little under 45 and a half on an earlier podcast. What's your breakdown of this? We don't have to worry about opt-out situations. This is for, for it all. Nick Saban, Jim Harbaugh, found it very comical seeing pictures of the two of them taking pictures with Mickey Mouse earlier this week, which just had to give me a little bit of a laugh. But your breakdown of the Crimson Tide versus the Wolverines. Well, first thing first, I think the wrong team is favored in this game. I think Alabama should be the favorite. I have Alabama half-point favorite in my pure power ratings. But, look, I think that the more time you give Nick Saban to prep, the more time you give Nick Saban to figure out the other team's weaknesses. I think the weaknesses are very obvious for Michigan. Their offense is not very good. I mean, they won the Big Ten. They're undefeated. They beat Ohio State. I get it. But this offense just isn't any good to me. I mean, their best play against Ohio State was a pass from running back Donovan Edwards. Now they lost Zach Zinter, which really hurts their ability to run up the middle. And you can't really run up the middle on Alabama anyway. No one's been able to do that for, what, 15-plus years now? So I don't think Michigan's able to move the football in this game. I think they are really, really going to struggle offensively. Maybe they can find some creative things. J.J. McCarthy is going to find his way into being a first-round pick, even though he shouldn't be and doesn't deserve to be. I think Alabama is just the better team in this game. Like Jalen Milrow is the better quarterback. I think Alabama is better at the skill positions. 
Michigan's maybe better on defense, but also Alabama plays in the SEC where there's a lot more talent, and that's not the case in the Big Ten where you basically have three really good teams, well, two and a half really good teams, and then whatever the West is. So Alabama for me, I they win the game outright, take the money line. I've spent the last month going back and forth on this game, never really had a strong opinion, and uh, here we are. It's time to time to get off the pot and make it make a decision. Uh, Adam or Adam is on Alabama. Matt Humans has already given out Alabama on this podcast as well. I'm going to go Michigan. Um, the line's fascinating to me that it hasn't really budged. I said from the outset I thought Alabama would close a favorite. Maybe they will. Uh, like I said, already played the under. I think it's going to be a, a kind of a chess match. I think what it comes down to is the ability for Alabama to stop the run and. Uh, I went back and thought about the uh, the Auburn game where Auburn should have beat Alabama. Auburn was able to have a ton of success running the ball, and I do wonder if Michigan, very cliche, rolls their sleeves up and says, we're just going to run it down your throat. Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't, but uh, I think it's an ugly game. I think it's low scoring. It'll be aesthetically pleasing there at the Rose Bowl, no doubt, on New Year's Day, but I'm going to take Michigan. Uh, I'm going to hate myself. Uh, probably uh, minus 122 is the cheapest money line out there. So we're going to go uh, Michigan Wolverines. Honestly, Adam, though, I have not hit submit yet on that bet because I think the money line might come down a little bit. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of money line play from books from across the country on Alabama. And maybe we get a little bit of a suppressed money line on Michigan. Yeah, it's kind of Super Bowl-esque in that regard where you get people that either lay the points with the favorite or take the money line on the dog. I will say this. I mean, now part of it has to do with the fact that Michigan did lead by a lot of points in a lot of second halves. Michigan was 71st in the country in yards per carry, which against the Big Ten is not impressive at all. Again, they did lead, and in some games they didn't even throw the ball in the second half. The Penn State game comes to mind. I don't think that they have a lot of success running on Alabama. And the other thing I'll say is this. I think the power rating for Michigan, which is kind of how these lines are being set, is artificially inflated because the Big Ten was so bad. You had to continue bumping up Michigan's power rating to make them a sizable enough favorite in conference games. But I don't think that they've been able to really adjust that back the way that they should have. And honestly, Ohio State was overrated. Ohio State wasn't that good of a team. So for Michigan to beat them in a game where the Buckeyes probably should have won in all likelihood based on the box score and some of the other things that transpired in that one, I just don't think Michigan is that good of a team, and I hope Alabama pummels them. <laughs> Sugar Bowl on New Year's night, 845 Eastern, ESPN, Texas, depending on where you look, either a four or three-and-a-half-point favorite. We'll say four consensus, even though Circa has it at three-and-a-half. Total of 63-and-a-half. I've heard this said a lot, and it makes a lot of sense. I'm done doubting Washington. Understandably so. We all crowned Oregon champions of the Pac-12, and Washington goes out and wins that game here in Las Vegas. My question about this game, I am not betting this game as of right now. My question is, the success Washington has had recently is running the ball with Dylan Johnson. They will not be able to run on Texas. Michael Penix is awesome. Kalen DeBoer is a genius. I do not think Washington can have success running the ball, but maybe, Adam, they won't need it because they've got studs at wide receiver. They should all be healthy now. A pass for me, but uh, I understand why people are gravitating towards the dog. I'll put the cart in front of the horse here and go ahead and say I am passing on this game as well. But with that said, I think Michael Penix was hurt coming out of the Oregon game. I think he was relatively yep. significantly hurt. And so they had to find a running game. 
and that benefited them. I think about the Los Angeles Rams, right? Now that Kyron Williams has come back, they've been the best passing offense in the NFL by EPA per play because they're balanced. So with Washington getting that running game going with Johnson, potentially out of necessity because of the Penix injury, that has really helped them to be a balanced group that may allow them to have a little bit of success running the football against Texas. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but Penix is at least healthy at this point in time or at least healthier than he's been for a while. So I think this Washington offense can be really good. If we get the Washington team that beat Oregon in the Pac-12 title game, then I think Washington has a very, very good chance to win this game. Also, Sarkeesian is a brilliant guy on the other side. He's got Quinn Ewers, who's a very good quarterback. He's got Xavier Worthy. They have a lot of things on the Texas side that are working as well. I think this is going to be an instant classic type of football game, a back-and-forth thriller. Not a great game to bet on, though, because I wouldn't be shocked to see any kind of outcome in this one. So if I had to take something, I would take Washington plus four. But I don't have to take anything except just enjoy this game. Yeah, I can't wait for this game. I think it's going to be the perfect way to wrap up bowl season, the Sugar Bowl, 845 Eastern on New Year's night. All right, real quickly, let's hit uh, best bet recaps. I'll give you mine real quickly. A bunch of these handed out earlier in the bowl season. Some good numbers, some not so great numbers. Uh, we will go Notre Dame and Oregon State under. That was from the first podcast. we we'll go Notre Dame-Auburn, money line parlay. If you want to throw Wyoming in there instead of Auburn, that's fair. Michigan-Alabama under. Michigan money line and Ole Miss not a great number for me Adam I'll do yours real quickly you're on Ole Miss and you're on Bama yep anything else that's it that's it Alabama and Ole Miss there it is this has been the VSIN college football betting podcast at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.